spending time with her husband, friends, family, including her 12 grandchildren. In her spare time, she connects and celebrates with the women involved in motorsports, taking you behind the wall about their journey of life, racing, and how they juggle everything to make it all work. Welcome to Racing Girls Rock Podcast. Strap in, window nets up, the pedals are down, and when the green flag drops, we go. everyone this is melinda russell with racing girls rock podcast and my guest today is a young lady that i just recently met her name is carissa schisler and she is a mud bogger and so if you don't know what mud bogging is all about we're going to learn about that today from carissa and she's going to share her story and how she finished so welcome to the show carissa thank you glad to be here Good to have you. So why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself, um, as much as you're comfortable with, where you live, your family, um, education, or if you work a job or whatever, and then um, tell us how you got interested in mud bogging. Okay, um, I'm Carissa. I am 20 years old. I'll be 21 in May. I've been racing for two years now. Well, this will be my third year racing. Um, I have two brothers. One is younger and one is older. My older brother actually races too. He's currently building a mud truck as well as us. And I have my mom's, my mom and dad are still together. They're married. Um, let's see, I live in... Huh? Do you have any pets? Pets? I used to have a guinea pig, which we used to breed them and sell them and stuff like that. Currently, we have three dogs. Two are pit bulls, and one is a mix. Um, I live in Maryland. I went to Boonesboro High School for two years, and then I transferred to a technical school which I studied criminal justice in okay. and then I graduated from there. Um, I started mud bogging two years ago and my parents used to mud bog when I was little and my mom also did it which was great because you know the whole female thing. Right. But um, I was little, and my older brother was also little, and my little brother wasn't born yet, but they've raced, oh, I can't remember how, I think I was like three, and they got out of it because we were too young, we didn't know what was happening, and, you know, nobody was interested in it. Well, two years ago, my dad and I went to a mud bog in Virginia, <coughs> and we were like, you know what, this would be nice to, you know, get back in and uh, race a little bit just to see how it goes. So we, we were looking up, you know, trying to find trucks and stuff for sale on Facebook. So we found one. We actually built it. We had a small block in it and we started racing that. Well, my older brother, the very first time that he raced, he ran the cuts and he had rolled it. And then 
we had to rebuild it and then we made it a 48 F1. And then that just had primer on it. We didn't have paint because we were gonna do paint over the winter. Well, it only took us, I think, three weeks to put the truck back together, which was great. Then my dad was running a race and he then had rolled it. And he also had the cuts. The cuts are a lot faster than just the regular DOT tires. So it's a lot more dangerous. Well, he rolled it, we put it back together two weeks. Then my dad had ran at the Buck and he actually had won there. And ever since then, I mean, we, we've got a bigger motor in it now, but it was, it's been fun. I, I actually love doing it. I, I mean, it's like the only thing I like to do pretty much. I mean, I don't really care too much for like, you know, fishing and stuff like that. I mean, I still do when we have the time, but it's like every weekend we're at a race. <laughs> That's <clears throat> that's pretty normal for a race family. They find a find some place to go to a race just about every weekend. So yeah. mud bogging is kind of new to me and probably some of my listeners. So um, the tires are different. I know that. I just heard you say that. Um, yeah. And so are there different classes? Do you you know do you yeah. have a running start? Do you start from a dead stop? Um, is it like a, a you know, what's the racing area like? Is it um, like an oval or is it more like a road course? So tell us some of the details. Okay, so there's two different types of mud racing that you can do. There's the track, it's, it's called the course. Usually the trucks that have like the tractor tires usually run that. It That has jumps and mud pits in it. So like there's mud, deep like 16 to 24 inches deep and it could be deeper but usually it's that deep for like the the course um so that when you race in a track you jump up a hill and into the mud around cones and that kind of stuff but we don't have big tires on ours um ours isn't really for jumping so we usually just do the straight mud pit you start out um, right, right before the mud, or sometimes even in the mud, you pull up and they stop you, and then they'll they'll start the time, and then you take off. Well, that one's just a flat mud pit. Usually, no jumps unless of um, stock trucks because there's different classes. So you got like the stock trucks, you got the modified, super modified. Like modified usually doesn't have nitrous. Super modified has it could have nitrous, and depending on the classes and the place that you go it depends on where you like what class you race because okay. one class okay. might have different tire size for modified than super modified so you might have to run a different class that you're not used to but if there's a stock truck or the stock class that goes before the other class usually they get stuck in the mud so when the modified goes and you usually don't let off because you want to get through the mud as quick as possible. That's your goal. Mm -hmm. um, you have to jump the stock trucks tracks because they had made just a, like pretty much a wall. So you're jumping and I mean, it's, you just jump right back in the mud, but it, it's, it's great. Honestly, I think it's 
pretty fun. I mean, there's one place in Virginia, it's called Virginia Motor Speedway that we race at. That one does, that is the only place that does have a little jump in the mud pit, but it's not like what the tractor tire guys are going to be doing. Okay, so like you, so they start you and then they time you. So it's a timed thing against the other people. You're not actually racing neck and neck, right? It's more of a time. Um, yes. Okay. But sometimes they can put you side by side and you race that person and then they, you kind of get eliminated to see who gets the fastest time. But that's mostly the, like the tractor tire guys. Okay. That do that. And how dirty do you get when you're doing this? Oh my goodness. You get so muddy because we run like four or five different classes per like area or location. So we have to constantly change tires back and forth, you know, and my uncle races and we got a whole bunch of like, it's pretty much like a mud bog family. They all race. So we all help each other change tires and it's going to be filthy, completely muddy that you're changing these tires in. But I mean, you got to do what you got to do to get it done. Right. So when you go to a place where they have a mud bog, they, they obviously set up the mud pits and the course and everything before you get there. So that um, it's not something like, out in the woods or whatever it's actually like in a is it usually at a racetrack or is it where where are they usually held um they're i mean a couple of them are located in fields but it's an actual mud pit they will actually bring the fire company out to put water and um uh, like dirt and grade out the dirt that's in the mud the day that it is I mean, they usually have, I say each place usually has around three mud bogs a year, so they separate it out, but they usually just let the pit up, pit dry up, and then that next mud bog that day, they'll flatten it back out and put more water in it and stuff. Okay. <clears throat> so you're 20, almost 21 years old. What do your friends think about you, you doing mud bogging? Do they think you're crazy? Do they come and watch? What do they say? Um, most, not a lot of people around here mud bog or like the sport. They're more of like the racing, like type cars on the highway <laughs> type of people. <laughs> so <laughs> there's not many like country people that, that actually like to, you know, get dirty, watch mud bogs and stuff like that. There are a few people that come out and they do support me and everything and support my dad racing because we race together. But um, yeah, there's not too there's not too many people that we know around here in my area that mud bogs, except for you know my actual family, like my uncle and my dad and my brother. Okay, so you apparently then have to travel quite a ways to actually compete. Yes. Oh my yes. We're always traveling with that stuff. Um, the closest one that used to be. Uh, mud bog was frog eye and that was 10 minutes away well they stopped doing it because the fire company um wasn't because they're they were just volunteering that's all volunteer stuff okay. so they they weren't really getting a lot of money in the last race that they had done mm -hmm. it rained so like nobody showed up except for the racers so they just decided that they weren't going to do that one 
but um, Jefferson County is the next closest one. That's about 45 minutes away. Other than that, we're traveling between an hour and seven hours away to go to these races. Wow. So when you go to uh, a mud bogging event, a, a just like, let's say just an average one, about how many people will be there competing? Um, there's about five classes and about 20, 20 to 40 people in each class. So a pretty, a pretty, a pretty good bit. It depends on how popular that area is okay. with my boat because not a lot of people like to travel. Right. We've actually been to North Carolina, which is seven hours, seven and a half hours away to, I don't know if you know, Dennis Anderson, he actually runs Gravedigger. He okay. has a place of his own where he mud bogs. My dad actually raced at that place, but that place, you know, everybody wants to see Gravedigger, you know, wants mm -hmm. to see who it is, his actual track. So there are a lot of racers. I'd say over 200 people that actually went to that race. But wow. you know, some of the small town ones, like Frog Guy, that was near me, there was only I'd say 50, 50 to 60. There wasn't many of those. It's okay. just a more small town. It still sounds like a lot, but I'm I'm assuming the like the time it takes to go around the course is probably pretty short. So I guess it would go quick, but. <clears throat> I've not seen a mud bog. I know about it. I've seen pictures. I've seen videos, but I haven't um, actually seen it myself. I'm going to have to make sure I get to one because this sounds crazy. Now, that's a question though. How dirty does the crowd get? Do they get mud sprayed on them? Um, they're usually pretty safe with the whole being close up kind of thing. So they don't usually let a lot of people get real close unless if you know I'm helping my dad line up his tires and stuff like that the people that are allowed in the pits do get a little muddy but the people in the stands don't but there is a couple of mud bogs that do a thing called dash for cash what they do is the firefighter guys will get on this backhoe with um, money in a little jar and it's usually like 50 to 100 dollars and they stick them inside the mud and where the people can just volunteer. I mean, I don't think they have to pay anything. They, they're not looking, but they have to get like separated from where they're hiding, like all the money and stuff. Uh -huh. But when the time starts, those people that the crowd can actually run into the mud to find this money. They're oh, digging gosh. for money. And some people are just goofy and just, you know, belly flop, dig around. Like they don't, they just wanted to play in the mud. That's pretty much all it was. But yeah, there are some events that actually do a dash for cash. Okay. I actually did it when I was little. That's funny. That, that's, I'm going to have to start following more about it because this sounds really fun <laughs> to watch. So let's talk a little bit about girls in motorsports. So I consider what mud bogging a motorsport. Um, are there a lot of other girls or women that participate in mud bogging? Um, no, I know two people. That's it. That we've raced these past two years that 
mud bogs. Um, okay. So one of them is pretty much in the same class as me, and then uh -huh. the other one is in a stock class. She, they both drive um, their boyfriend or husband's truck. Okay. So, um, how do the guys treat you as a girl doing this against them? Um, it's pretty funny, actually. They pretty much consider me one of the guys. <laughs> so, I mean, that's why I went to the PRI show mm -hmm. when we went. But, I mean, like, I, yeah, I'm pretty much one of them. They, they everybody knows that, like, I act like them, um, you know, dress like them. Um, I mean, <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> so that's not, <clears throat> that's not the, an issue for what you do as compared to a lot of girls that that race other types of things where sometimes the the guys or the older especially the older men if they get beat by a young girl or a girl of any age some are not very happy and some are just fine with it so it just depends but no we well, usually um just make jokes like my dad will be like oh dude you just got beat by a girl but i mean it's no it's like not really a big deal we're all just joking around right well, that's good because that make that takes the pressure out of that part of it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you had a mother come up to you with her daughter and they were asking you about mud bogging and and you know whether it's a good sport for a girl to do, what would you say? Um, I'd tell them at the right age and the right time that they should do it because it's not really a safe sport for younger women. I think you actually have to be, I think you have to actually have your license to race in this sport. I mean, which is fine. I, I do it with my dad. Like I know like my dad and I are building this truck, my older brother's helping, my younger brother's helping. So like, we know it's safe. I wouldn't just go off and tell him, be like, all right, yeah, go buy a truck. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'd make sure, you know, make sure you have all your roll bars in there and everything's safe, brakes work. But I mean, I would totally recommend it to women. It's fun. Like, who who else doesn't like to play in the mud? Yeah. I mean, I, I used to do it all the time with four wheelers and stuff. So it's just one step bigger with a truck. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And And so I heard you say that the truck got rolled a couple times. Is that pretty common that the trucks roll over? And do they roll um, completely over or just they roll over to their side? So it's not common to roll twice in two months, <laughs> but um, it yes, it does happen. Accidents do happen, but the firemen are right there as soon as it happens. My older brother rolled three times he actually hit the bank because he slid sideways hit the bank ramped off of it and started rolling I panicked because you know that's the first time any of us has rolled it and that's the very first time he has drove it mm -hmm. but my dad it his scared me because he hit the bank at a different mud bog and he actually rolled over concrete barriers Ooh. and it was right behind his head 
And if those roll bars wasn't wasn't strong enough, then that would have been really, really bad. Right. <clears throat> but really, it's not that common that that happens, is what I heard you say. No, it's it's not. But we do have rail cars that do race, and they shoot nitrous most of the time. They're blowers, you know, uh -huh. very high horsepower and they are more common to flip over because they're so skinny and long yeah. than we are because we're wider and kind of short. Right. And it, it all depends on your weight too. What, what yeah. your goal is, is to have the most horsepower with less weight as possible. So we're all cutting down frames, making, you know, getting all the pieces of metal that we don't need. Yeah. Just lighten up the truck. But I mean, if it's too light and too skinny, it's not going to be good for you. Right. Right. So now explain to me. So your dad and your brother and you race, do you all race the same truck? You just change the tires and that puts you in a different class or do you have more than one truck? Okay. So we used to have one truck that we all raced. I usually race the DOT tires, which is the regular, um, I think they're 44 inch tires. And then my dad raced the cut tires, which it's pretty much the treads cut to make it, you know, grip more uh -huh. and to go faster. Okay. Um, that's how we did it before, but now my dad and I are boating a truck for me and I'll be racing um, the same classes he will be racing. Okay. Once he gets, once he gets, because we tore down the other truck, it was too much weight. It was rolled twice, so we figured just build a new one, make it safe, and then we can, you know, build him. So we're gonna build mine the same time we're building his, and I'm gonna get the, the small, the small, motor, and he's gonna get the bigger one that we have. Okay. So right. we're gonna be racing the same classes. <laughs> Well, that'll be kind of fun, won't it, to race against your dad? Yeah. <laughs> very, yeah. It's going to be very competitive, but we always pick on each other. I, um, we went to a Slocum Mud Bog, and that I had actually got a 2.8 second, no, 2.9 second run. And my dad had ran, because this we can run the same class but we just had to do it in like a different line. I, he had to be way back to let our truck cool down because it gets hot. Uh -huh. Then he, he ran first. He got a three, three, 3.0 second. And then, and then I ran and I got a two eight and then we could run one more time. Cause that was still like the practice run. Uh huh. And then he ran a two nine and he knew that, he couldn't beat me because I had already got a two eight. So I went back and I actually ran and I beat my time and I got a 2.7 and I actually have the track record there now. Oh, very cool. Yeah. That was pretty nice. But dad was like, I can't believe you beat your second, you like your first time with your second run. I was like, I didn't know either. I said, it looks, it felt slower. But that one was a side-by-side -side race, but right in the mud pits. But he told us we didn't have to go at the same time. It's whenever we took off is when they started their time. Okay. Yeah. So All I was right. like, because I've never done a side-by-side -side race before. 
because no other pits did it. And that's the first time he went to Slocum. Well, he's like, well, you don't have to go, just wait. So I waited until the one truck was halfway through the pit. And I was like, okay, this guy's taking forever. So I took off and I actually passed him at the end of the pit before <laughs> he got completely out. It was, it was crazy. It was so much fun. It sounds like I can hear in your voice that you really enjoy what you're doing and, and that. So <clears throat> how do you find where these events are? I mean, is there like a series that you're in that they hold these races or do you just know what tracks offer this and you just find their schedule or how do you know where the races are going to be? Um, we're actually following a couple of different pages on Facebook. I mean, we have four or five different friends in different locations. So like Pennsylvania, parts of Maryland, Virginia. So like they know where their mud bogs are and we know where ours are. So we kind of just exchange information and then each, um, like page because you can follow that specific mud bog on Facebook and they will give you like the class rules what your truck that has to have for this class and that class the tires and the times and when it's like when it starts when it will probably end okay stuff. all right so how could we follow you if we wanted to know where you're going to be racing and how you did and and that where could we find you to follow you um i have a facebook which is carissa chisler k-a-r-i-s-s-a-s-c-h-i-s-l-e-r -S 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 and then i also have an instagram that i keep um updated usually where we're going like what we're doing to the truck and everything and that's called bog and chick b-o-g-g-i-n-c h i c underscore okay and that one i usually um do be like okay i'm racing this day and then after our races i will post our um videos of our race on that page okay all right good so we'll put that in the show notes too with the podcast so that people can find how to follow you and learn more about mud bogging because you know i <clears throat> when my husband and i go on vacation we often look up racetracks or different things that are in the area and see if there's someplace we want to go so that'd be a fun thing to try to do so carissa um before we before we stop the podcast here i'm going to just ask you is there anything else that you would like to share either about yourself mud bogging or any other any other thing that you'd like to share with our listeners um i'd just like to say my mom and dad has been my main influence on things like i wouldn't have believed that mud bogging would have been you know a sport for me until my mom told me that she did it and that when my dad said that we can start building like a mud truck for us to run. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good because <clears throat> most of the time it is the dad that encourages the daughter to be in racing. But I love hearing that it was your mom that did that and, and encouraged you to do it. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It doesn't help that I don't have any sisters either. Like I grew up with brothers. So right. I'm a tomboy <laughs> yeah exactly you had to hold your own didn't you <laughs> yeah yeah for sure well Carissa I've really enjoyed 
talking to you and having you on the podcast. Again, is there anything else you'd like to share before we hang up? Nope, that'll be all. All right. Well, I, I appreciate that you're on. Um, we'll share your uh, information so they can follow you on the on the show notes. And um, hopefully I'll, I'll be somewhere this summer that I'll be able to catch a mud bog race so I can see one for myself. All righty. That sounds All right. good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Racing Girls Rock Podcast. Follow us on Facebook at International Women's Motorsports Association or on Instagram and Twitter at the IWMA Nation. And if you know someone that should be on our show, drop us an email at IWMA Nation at gmail.com.